Welcome to the Mid Podcast, where we talk about random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. Today, we are doing our special Peacemaker episode. We love some Peacemaker. Peacemaker is awesome. Also, be sure to follow us on our social platforms, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Spotify, Spotify at the Mid Podcast, Twitch, Twitch. Yeah, my brain is tired because somebody kept me up to one o'clock last night watching wrestling. You kept yourself up till one a.m. watching wrestling. It was well worth it. Yeah. So anyway, are we ready to get mid with the peacemaker? I'm ready whenever you are. Well, let's start. This is episode six. six. And last episode, we found out that Mern was a butterfly. But he's a good butterfly. Which I called. So he's not a dickhead butterfly like most people. True. So, it's interesting. So we start this episode off with Mern and Hardcourt explaining to... Adebayo. Adebayo. The truth about Myrn being a butterfly. And she's confused. We're confused. Like, what the fuck? I think we're all confused. Yeah, I think we were all a little bit confused right there. Need some explanations. Yes. Very interesting, though. Yeah, I did... I would say this is probably my least favorite episode of all of them so far. I like this episode. I liked it. I'm just saying out of the six that we've had so far, I think this one was like my least favorite. Yeah. I can see that. But I think this episode was one of those like, well, we need this to kind of be a little bit boring. The setup for what's going on in the next in the two. next episode. The next two, I can see that, but just you know, my opinion and opinions are like buttholes. Everybody has one. I just thought this was probably my least favorite episode of the whole series. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Oh, and we get to figure out a cow. Yeah, we find out about the cow. Move. Not that type of cow. Oh, wrong cow. That's just their code name for it. So evidently this cow is where they're getting this fluid from to feed the butterfly. And if that goes kaboomy, the butterflies die. Yeah, because then they won't have a food source. Yeah. That's pretty much how an ecosystem works, ain't it? (laughs) Yeah, but doesn't that mean Mern's going to die, too? More than likely. Unless he's got some some backup somewhere. <laughs> you know, he's got to have his backup with his backup. You can't back up shit without your, your backup. backup. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Peacemaker's dad gets released from jail? Yes. That was interesting. 
Yes. What did he tell the person who picked him up what he's going to do? He said, ching, ching. What was it? Ching, ching, chopstick. He said something like that. But that was funny. And then she responded to him with something. <laughs> yeah, she responded to him that it means something like a donkey sat, <laughs> sat on your head, gave you a bad haircut. On it. Yeah, something. <laughs> something like that. Um, But then the person picks him up in the truck. Does the little Nazi hand Hel- raising yeah, the thing. The Hell Hitler sign, yeah. Um, Then... Augie tells him that he is going to call a broad over and have him suck his dick. Then he's going to go kill his son. Which he should have done years ago, evidently, he said. Which, first of all, maybe if you were a good dad and not a dickhead? Eh, good point. Yeah, fuck his dad. I mean, the dad is one fucked up dude. dude. Like, a psychiatrist could have fun in that mind. Too much fun. Like, I, the psychiatrist would probably go crazy trying to figure out that mind. Uh-huh. As crazy as the dad is. Augie's a little bitch, though. He's something. I don't know what, but he is definitely something. <laughs> so then you have all these people at his house. And... They're all wearing white hoods. They're all wearing, like, white hoods. KKK? Yeah. But they didn't look like... They didn't have the point on them. Yeah, they had two points on them. And they basically just looked like white pillowcases. I think that's all they were. So. Because, like, they're trying to get the racist aspect in without, like, actually having to do, like, a KKK suit. I get it. I like it. I think it's funny. It fits the Peacemaker theme. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, we're going to make fun of the KKK and, and give you white pillowcases with two <laughs> points. Instead of just Instead one. Instead of the one point. And that's less sewing and pattern making they have to do. Yeah. Plus, if they only have to wear the white pillowcases, you don't have to make costumes for 20-odd people. Uh, that's true, too. So he's like, oh, just buy 20 pillowcases, put two aisles yep. in, and... Off we go. Off we go. Off we go. But then the woman that gave Augie a good time between the sheets, she even put one of those pillowcases on. But yeah, you knew she was going to be part of that group. I mean, he ain't just going to go out and get his dick sucked by some random girl on the street. True. Just saying. True. Then he puts on the suit. The white dragon suit. I kept saying red dragon. That's all I kept saying. They was like, oh, it's the red dragon suit, but that's not what it was named. I know the suit isn't like a good thing it's a badass but it's a badass design it's a badass design but there's really no way you can say that good the meaning behind the suit is is fucked up it's fucked up but 
the design of the suit is pretty badass. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And so they're all in there putting the suit on Augie, and they all bow down to him like he's some kind of god or something. Yeah. And then um, we see the detective, uh, Detective Song. She gets a warrant to arrest Peacemaker. They show up to his house. Yeah, they show up to his house. Vigilante shows up. Well, Vigilante shows up first, and they get in the little tiff. Yeah. And they get, oh, and the little butterfly he captured, he called him Golf. Well, that's his name. And uh, he drew a peace sign. <laughs> in the thing, and they were getting him to tap one for yes, two for no. And they were asking him questions. Whatever works. Whatever works. And then the police show up and they escape. And Vigilante tapes the jar with the butterfly in it to him, to his back. And then the motherfucker falls out of a tree, breaks the jar, and the butterfly escapes. And I told you it was going to go into one of the detectives, didn't I? Yeah. I called that shit again. Went into song. It went into song. And then she goes and sits on a hill or something, and all these little spaceships show up, and they have all these butterflies in it. And then the butterflies pretty much take over the police department. They infect all the police people. And the prisoners. And the prisoners. And the prisoners escape. So there's going to be a big fight next week. Yeah, so I think the action is going to pick up some. Between Peacemaker and his dad, the butterflies, these final, I think they're just nine episodes? I think there's two more left. I think there's eight. Because they said the next two episodes today. Ah. No matter what happens, it's going to be fun to watch and funny and awesome. Yes. But you do see there's two... two Two topics. So, um, you see the struggle Peacemaker has with himself about killing people. Like, I'll kill aliens, you know, but he don't want to kill people no more. Well, aliens aren't necessarily human life. They're a living species, so therefore they're a living organism, just like a human. So you see the conflict within him, and then you see the conflict in... What's her name? Abayo? Adabayo. Uh-huh. That she's torn between... She lied on Peacemaker that just got Peacemaker in like a shitload of trouble. And... The things her mother wants her to do. Well, Amanda Waller's a bitch anyways. And we learned that she come from Gotham. Yeah. So I don't know the connection there. You might have to fill me in. Um, I'll have to look into it. I remember, like at the end of one of the Batman scenes, Bruce Wayne is telling Amanda Waller to shut it down. So I don't know what he's talking about, or he's gonna shut it down for her. Uh, at the end of the first, the shitty Suicide Squad movie. Okay. The shittier one. Okay. Cause you don't like the newer one. Yeah. So the shittier, shittier one. Okay. But yeah, that was the post-credit scene for that one. Oh, so we 
find out that they came from Gotham, and so Abayu's wife is like, well, we'll just go back to Gotham. Mm-hmm. First of all, I need to know why you left Gotham in the first place to end up where you are now. And if it was something bad, why would you go back? You know? Uh-huh. Am I boring you? No, I'm just tired today. Oh, also, Peacemaker's in a school for show and tell. That was that was probably the best part of this whole episode. <laughs> that was funny. And he oh, the things he was calling the kids, <laughs> uh Rubik's Cube winner of two thousand five. 2025. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. It was funny. Some called somebody Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, some little girl. Hey, Canadian tuxedo. Somebody. That'd be a, that, that might be our new nickname for Canadian Keith. I don't know what a Canadian tuxedo means. You don't know what a, a Canadian tuxedo is? Is it just like red it, and white? It's like blue jeans and a plaid shirt. Oh. They were talking about it on Busted Open today. Which is funny because they were talking about it in Peacemaker too. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I never knew that. Yeah. So are we going, is that our new nickname for Keith? He's going to be the Canadian tuxedo? Sure, why not? For our Canadian Keith? Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> but yeah, he he was. He was hilarious in the school, calling them kids all kinds of names. Why was he at the school? You remember the janitor when he was in the hospital? Yeah. And he told the janitor that they could be friends or something. <laughs> well, the janitor's daughter come home crying because some kid in school always brings their dad or uncle or something who's like a veterinarian or something and had like this, this animal, exotic animal, and all the kids loved it. So she has, she told him that Peacemaker was her uncle. She had an uncle that was a superhero. <laughs> and she brought him for show and tell. And now the only reason why was to make those kids fucking jealous. Yeah. According to the dad. Yeah. Uh. This was a funny episode. Eh, give or take. Like, the... The... School scene was funny. Yeah. The part where his dad got out of jail. That was funny when he was talking to Detective Song. <laughs> yeah. And that that might be it. Now, I do like the, the banter between him and Vigilante every time they're always fighting. Yeah, those two are awesome together. Th those two are hilarious. I'm digging Vigilante. <laughs> I, I think I might need a Vigilante Spin series off. on my own. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think I might just need a Vigilante series by itself. The soundtrack for this episode was also amazing. Oh, oh the soundtrack? There was two songs in this freaking episode. One of the best Motley Crue songs ever. Home, Home Sweet, Sweet Home. Home. Kiss and, Me Deadly. And Kiss Me Deadly by Lita Ford. I rocked out to them two songs back in the 80s. Sorry. I may or may not have Lita Ford downloaded on my phone in my Amazon music. Can't say if I do or don't. Even the song You that... know who wrote that song, though? Kiss Me Deadly? No. Ozzy Osbourne. Interesting. 
And then he ended up doing a duet with her, which is really good, too. Like, even the song they used when the butterflies took over the police department. That was also a good song. I never heard it before. I ain't neither, but we had on the closed caption so we could see the words. It was like talking about plastic body parts and having sex. And I was like, hmm, interesting. You're going to have you're going to have sex with Barbie. <laughs> oh, speaking of Barbie. So Mer- is vigilante's ringtone Barbie world. I'm just a Barbie girl. So Warren calls vigilante because peacemaker is not picking up. The dude's ringtone is fucking Barbie girl. I'm just a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. You know who wrote that song? Wasn't it somebody who was on like Real Housewives Candace of Burris. Atlanta? Yeah, Candace Burris wrote that song. She's on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh shit, it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Project Runway Day. Finale? E- I think it might be the finale. Because what? They're down to the... Final four. Yeah, but they sent all four of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They sent all four of them. I think it might be the finale. Or close to it. But anyway, yeah, she wrote Barbie Barbie World. I actually like that song, too. That song sucks. Yeah, but it's got like that beat to it that it kind of sucks, but you kind of like it deep down. You just don't want to tell anybody you like it, but I don't care. (laughs) I I like like it it at all. I also like the song by... um, Oh, shit. What's the name of the group? I don't know. Animation might be the name of the group. But the name of the song is Obsession. I don't think I've heard it. You've heard it. I'll play it for you when we get off the air. You've heard it before because I have played it before. Oh. But it is one of my favorite songs in the 80s. They were kind of like a spinoff of the Human League group. Oh. You know Human League. They're the ones saying, don't you want me, baby? Oh, I know that song. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll play Obsession for you when we get off the air. Um, yeah, soundtrack is good. The, yeah. Like, the music in each of these episodes is awesome. <laughs> and it fits it fits each episode. So, I really want to know if John Cena actually knows how to play piano. That's a good question. It looked like he was actually playing the piano. I know he knows how to speak Mandarin. Like, fluent Mandarin. Cool. Um. But, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard just to learn one song on a piano. But I feel like Home Sweet Home would be, like, a difficult song to learn on piano. No, because your chords would be the same, and it's just your treble clef notes that would change. Oh. Because your bass notes are just basic, like, three or four keys together for your chords. It's been a long time since I played piano. Interesting. All I know about the piano is you hit key, key makes sound. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it does. And the uh, black keys are, like, the flats and the sharps. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's all I could tell you about a piano. Oh, okay. So I guess we would we will not call you piano man. No, I am not a piano master. 
Uh, well, evidently, you ain't a master of a whole lot, except for pulling for losers. Speaking of masters, who shows up again next week, Mom? What are we talking about? When they were showing what's going to happen in next week's episode. Who shows up? I forgot. Judo Master. Oh, yeah, Judo Master. What do you say? Ding, Ding dong, dong, bitches. Bitch. <laughs> I fucking love that line. Ding <laughs> dong, bitches. I love me some Judo Master. <laughs> oh, that's going to be awesome. Wow. What? No, I got a text from a friend of mine. They all had COVID. That sucks. Hope they get better. Yeah. And she's already had other issues, so this has really screwed her. Um, trying to think what else happened this episode. I think that was it. Like I said, it was not one of the best episodes. It was okay. Uh, um, it looks like the next two are going to pick up. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to add from this episode. I, I don't have anything else to add except what do you think? How, I mean, how are they going to combat the whole freaking police department that's butterflies? You're going to shoot all of the the police department? I don't know. Because they're going to have to fight two wars on two different fronts. Yeah, because you're going to have to fight the police department and you're going to have to fight the dad. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that, they might have to. Fuck it, bring in Stephen Amell to play Arrow. Oh, that would be so hot. I love me some Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell's awesome. I need to I need to break down and buy stars just to watch that Heels show with him in it. That's why I need to look up. Okay. Oh, and we did get a post-credit scene, which was funny as hell. Well, what's the post-credit the, scene? The guy that's the new captain of the police force. That dude he was, would be a good joker. He was standing over one of the deputies that got shot, and he was trying to cry. And he couldn't cry, and he started laughing. It's like, you look really good. He's like, you look really good. <laughs> and he tried to cry, and he started laughing. Dude would be a good joker. He has that, like, he has that joker, joker face. face. Yes, he definitely has the joker face. Kind of like how Willem Dafoe has, like, the goblin face. That dude has the joker face. Yes. He definitely has the joker face. But, like, that was so funny. And, like, he would try to cry and he'd start laughing. And, like, he couldn't even fake cry. Like, it was so terrible. He couldn't even fake cry. <laughs> um. Bum, 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 bum. Uh. I think that's it. Do you think, um, Adebayu is going to tell Peacemaker she framed him? Yes. Which, I need more reasoning to why Amanda Waller is trying to frame him. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing because he kind of was like, fuck you in Suicide Squad and did what he wanted to. Waller told him to do it, though. I don't know. So, 
I don't know. Going to be interesting to see if we get any backstory about it. Which I'm sure we might. But just them trying to frame him right now kind of doesn't make any... Yeah, it don't make no sense. All right, it makes sense. Because I'm pretty sure Amanda Waller doesn't want it coming back to Argus. Uh-huh. And on her? Yeah. But you're a fucking military company. You have the defense power to kill anybody you fucking want. Like, you have more deadly weapons than the fucking military itself. Yeah. So, I, uh, be interesting to see. Yeah, I need some more backstory on, on what, on what, um, oh, Waller's deal is in with all this. Um. Like, is she pro-butterfly, anti-butterfly? Or is she a butterfly? Is she a butterfly? I mean... We don't know. So we need we need some story on that. Yeah. But I think that's I think that's all. About it. Like I said, this episode was kinda slow. It this was- episode was slow because like I said, it's going to set up you know, it's a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. So, it's just food for thought. Yes. Anyways. So, anyways, that is our take on Peacemaker Episode 6. We'll see you fine folks tomorrow on the Patreon. Yes, all of our Patreons, you will have an exclusive for our Thorough review on Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Uh, Phantom Menace sucks, right? It's the one where he goes, now this is pod racing. Yeah, that's like the only good part about it. So, if you haven't signed up for our Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com backslash the midpodcast. Follow us on Twitter at the midpodcast. Follow us on Twitter at the mid podcast then you can find us on spotify and youtube at, at the, the mid podcast so other than that i think we're pretty much done i believe we are and we will see you fine folks on saturday which is my day yay with an AEW review. Yep, yep, yep. May or may not be with a special guest. Yeah, he's kind of getting stuck in some snowstorm that's like pounding the, the mid-west. So we'll have to wait and see. If not, I can spend three hours talking about one match. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. You're just the producer. I'm the talker. Shut the hell up. Well, damn. (laughs) Anyways, this has been a wrap on our Peacemaker Episode 6 review. 
and we'll see you lovely people if you're subscribed to the patreon tomorrow yep and as we say on the mid podcast we're mid out goodbye people